You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome back to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast brought to you by Drip Drop ORS. Drip Drop ORS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. Randy's drinking some Drip Drop. I show sure am. It's, uh, it's used by firefighters, military members, athletes, the garage guys, NASCAR drivers, and NASCAR fans uh, with the, uh, the help of the garage guys. So we're, we're in there. We, we got the Drip. Um, I was out at the Daytona International Speedway for the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Uh, this weekend, I was passing out some drip drops. So for everybody that I got to meet out that way, if it's your first time tuning in to the show, it was fucking incredible meeting you. And uh, we appreciate you. And I hope that you are enjoying your drip. Hope you enjoyed the race. But uh, use promo code GarageGuys20 at checkout at dripdrop.com to save 20% on your order. Stay hydrated. Because uh, when I drip, you drip, we drip. And we rip it and drip it all day long. You cuss too much. You cuss too much. Get at it from you. <laughs> I heard you, man. You were like, get your some, you know, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, you cuss too much, bro. Did you hear Did yourself you- the last time you were on the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't say anything about me. We were talking about you. Oh, man. I don't know. Now you got to make this about me, and it ain't even about me. See, we I think. Here. I think that you could have been cast in the Martin, any, any Martin Scorsese film with the amount, of, the amount of fucks that you have to say sometimes. So, I don't know. It's we're a, doing all right. It's a compliment. It's just a couple here and there and yonder and every other word, you know. But, no, it's not if that it's, often. If it's naturally flowing, I mean, you can't. I mean, if you're, like, if you're, like, purposely trying to throw it in there, it's one thing. But, I mean, for I mean, like, I have a feeling that me and you were probably some uh, Chris Christoffersons. You know, we were some sailors. You know, I mean, it's just it's in the nature. That, that, that could be a possibility. Look, I'm going to tell you about something that happened a little while ago. Okay? okay. And, you know, crazy, stupid stuff don't happen to me very often when I'm in a store. But I was in line. I was ready to buy my basket full of stuff. Okay. Right? I was in line. I was six damn feet from the fucker in front of me. You know, I mean, everybody's six damn feet apart. Right. You know what I'm saying? Social everybody, distance. Social distance because that seems to be the greatest fucking idea in the motherfucking world. I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm six foot from this fucker in front of me, right? Okay, so he moves up forward six feet, and I move up forward six feet. Well, when I moved up forward six feet, I realized at that point in time, that was the six foot he had farted in. Oh, no. Okay? This oh, no. motherfucker done farted in the next six foot, which, which is what I was approaching. So I stand into the next six foot, and that's when I realized, what the fuck are we wearing masks for? They say, masks do this, masks. Masks don't stop a damn fart, I can tell you that. That son of a bitch come right through that fucking mask. Next thing I knew, I was breathing that dude's fart six feet. Oh, God. I can stand it. Trapped. Just trapped in that mask. So it was up in the mask. It was oh, all I don't know if you've experienced this yet, but when you have a mask on and someone's fart enters that son of a bitch, it does not leave. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be bad if it lingered in the six feet area, like it just created oh its God, own dude. habitat inside of it. Was, it was like when I stepped in the zone and oh took a God. breath, it was like, holy shit. 
There it is. That damn thing was all up in my mask and shit. And that's when I realized these damn masks won't stop a fart. They won't stop nothing else either. Oh, but God. But you get a fart inside a mask, you got a serious damn problem. It's bad news. That. It's bad. Oh, I, I hope that thing's. gagging and shit right in the middle of Walmart. My wife <laughs> yeah. looked at me and she said, what's wrong with you? I said, come fucking stand right here and you'll see what's wrong with me. And then it got her. And, then, and now both of y'all's masks are in the washing machine. I mean, it, it's bad, right? It's bad. And, that, and that's what I was thinking about. It's like a fart. A fart must be the sharpest thing on the planet, okay? The very, it's got to be. Yeah. A, a, fart, a fart is the only thing that can rip through a pair of blue jeans and not leave a mark or a cut or nothing. Right. That some bitch is sharp. <laughs> okay? You think about that shit. A fart oh, rips fuck. right through blue jeans, does it not? Yeah. Razor. And you don't leave a mark unless you shart. These masks ain't stopping that. No, no, that's what I was like. A fart's the sharpest thing on the planet. We need, so we need, we need to create masks with fart protection as well. Well, that, that's a possibility. It's the I, next. I'm thinking about that. Fart detecting mask. Fart the alarm mask. goes off. Hey, motherfucker, I heard you. I smell you. The son of a bitch is violent and it stinks like a motherfucker. This is the protocol. We're going to create an, an additional six feet when someone farts. Like they have to let, they just have to raise your hand or let you know. Create an additional six feet around that person yeah. so you can air out the mask. Yeah. And then you can put it back on. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the only logical way this can happen now in, in America. I mean, this dude, this dude completely contaminated the air six feet away. Jesus. And see, I was six foot away, so I didn't really know it was there until I stepped into the lingering zone. Right. Well, I mean, you're a plumber, though. I mean, I mean you're probably used to these smells. Dude, this was bad. <laughs> it was caught up in the mask. You did not service at this dude's house, basically. I hope not. Man, <laughs> this, this was horrible. <laughs> oh, God. No, I can't, I can't relate, but that, but now I have a feeling that like, I, like one day it's going to creep up on me and I'm going to remember this talk that we had. So, and I would hope that everybody listening hasn't had that experience because I'll tell you this much, that would be enough to make me drop the groceries and, and run like, and just, just, I'd have to throw the bandana off and wave it around my head. Yeah. It's the only way. We got we to gotta hydrate. Drip drop. I, lo I love it. So, so obviously you guys know we haven't had Randy on in a while. Randy. Um, is going to be doing some reactions, obviously, of the Coke Zero Sugar 400, which was an incredible race. Um, I was lucky enough to get to go out there this weekend. Again, like I had said, met some new people, uh, got some drip drop out, got some videos up on the Garage Guys Twitter, at Garage Guys FS, and on mine, um, at Garage Guy Chase. So we, uh, we had a little bit of a blast. But I will tell you this much. People, people don't really want to take what you have to give in these situations. Uh, things are people don't really want to touch it and I mean look I get it it's fine but we uh we got a good bit of that product out this weekend we got a good bit of drip drop out to people we uh there's a lot of people drinking having a good time it was um I'll say this much it was it was low-key depressing to see things how they were but that yeah. race that race made everything better the race was good I mean oh my race, god race, it was it was it was you know we needed a good race we needed a good race, and then, and then, <laughs> oh, Tyler Reddick. There he is, right there in the back. Let's go. He's, Randy's reaction. He is catching so much hell. Well, that, I got it on here in a minute where he actually does the deed, so we'll wait till he gets there. But, man. It's been, it's been wild, man. It's been what crazy. 
What a dumb move. I mean, I mean, I ain't going to say it was a dumb move. I'm going to say it was an aggressive move. I'm going to say it was a racing move. I'm going to say Kyle Busch got his feelings hurt. Okay. He's got a his lot feelings of hurt almost did. every race, though. A lot, a lot of other people didn't do. There was a, quite a few cars involved in that accident. But Joey Logano won first two stages, man. Yeah, I mean, annihilated him. Annihilated him. He was completely dominating that race, and all hell broke loose. And he got that, annihilated. Uh, yeah. It was just crazy. I got up. I got up probably in the third stage, and I was like, okay, this is either going to be Hamlin or Logano's race, and I went through the money down. And then Byron wins, which was – I can't be – it can't be mad, dude. I'm so happy to finally see that dude get a win. It solidifies him. The 24 – got to be excited. The 24 is back in victory lane, man. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was a Gordon fan, but – look here, you got Tyler Reddick right here on Kyle Busch taking the inside – Coming around him on the inside. Tyler Reddick's like, I got a head of steam, son. I'm the little engine that could. Fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm wrecking the shit out of every damn one of you. That's exactly what happened. Tyler Reddick. Look at, look at Stenhouse Jr. turn sideways. Kurt Busch turns sideways. Everybody. Oh, dude, that hurt. Stenhouse wrecking out hurt so bad. Like, the DFS lineups. I did decent, man. But, dude, I will say, when, when Reddick did that, Okay, I, I'm not one of the people that are, are pissed off at him because if I was in his situation and I knew, okay, the only way I'm getting in the playoffs is if I win this race. Sometimes you just got to send it. You got to send it, and that's what that man did. But did. I haven't did. seen anybody say call him Tyler Reckett, and it would, it would work perfectly with this situation. Tyler but Reckitt. Tyler Reckett. He's still, dude, he's still our guy, though. I'm not, it's light fun I'm making because, dude, look, I put this tweet out earlier, and, like, everybody on Twitter is going ape shit. It's been – Ryan Newman climbing out of the car. That was a good oh. sight. He climbed, you know, under his own power out of the car. He right was behind not him. happy. Right now. That just happened. <laughs> He's pissed, though. The new technology. He no, he was pissed. big mad. I mean, dude, everybody was. But, I mean, that's – like, dude, that's super speedways. And I was nervous because I literally thought – I was sitting in those stands, and I'm like, here we go again. It's going to be like Talladega. We, you know, and, and yeah, it's selfish reasons because of the way I set my lineups. But in any, any year we've ever had, any given year in NASCAR, you go to a super speedway, you expect wrecks. You expect big, big ones. The big one is what they call it. You expect that. So we set our lineups where we have a lot of guys towards the rear. And then we have some of the guys that are starting towards the front. And that's just how we've always done it. That way we make up and we can win big money. You know, and with this new package, I understand it's safer for the drivers. I get it. That's fine. Dale Jr. was on Joe Rogan a couple years ago and said that he feels more comfortable wrecking in a NASCAR going 200 miles an hour than he does wrecking on a street going 60. So that should tell you (coughs) one thing right there. These cars are safe. We get that. But at super speedways, this kind of stuff is supposed to happen. And in Tyler's defense, I will say, I probably would have done the same thing. I want to win. And when you got to do what you got to do to win, he barely had clearance, but you can't say that he didn't have a little bit of clearance. So, well, there, there was that. a little bit there. But how crazy is it that Daytona is the end of the regular season this year, too? I mean, a restrictor plate race, period, the end of the regular season. That's crazy. And we got a restrictor plate race in the chase, too. Let's don't yeah. forget about that. Talladega, but that's baby. crazy that it was at Daytona this year. That's wild. I loved it. That's why I had to be there, man. I had to be there for this one. 
this is literally and, – and I think that this needs to stick. I understand that, the, you know, this race is typically 4th of July weekend. Like, that's the deal. It's how it's always been. But when yeah. you put a race like this at this kind of track, whether it be Talladega or Daytona, when you put that down, this literally gives anyone a shot to get into the playoffs. And I think that that's the most amazing thing about it. And, and it gives anyone a shot to miss the playoffs like uh, – Seven-time champion, uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson. That was rough, man. Dude, the whole entire Daytona, like, when I was up in the stands, the mm-hmm. whole entire crowd just was in awe. Like, they they were upset, man. And it sucked because they had a really big presentation for Jimmy. They had Jimmy's 2013 uh, Daytona victory car there. I got some shots of it. It was pretty awesome. And, you know, on lap 48, everybody stood up, honored Jimmy. It was his last time running Daytona. So it was a special night for sure to see him get to run there for the last time. Um, Out of all the races Jimmy's won, he's won seven championships. He's done a lot for the sport. He finally come to a race that he had to win. I mean, that's just it. Jimmy Johnson had to win that that one race. That was the most important race of his career at Daytona this weekend. He had to absolutely win that race, and he absolutely did not. And he absolutely missed the playoffs. Yeah, and it, it sucks. But, I mean, that is racing, and that's what happens. We're in this generation now, and he's done a lot of great things. But, you know, it's just it's some of these other guys' time, and that's what it is, just like William Byron. William Byron winning that race. I do want to talk about – I see you got the video up here with Joey Logano. Some of the things he's done – now, I, I'm not a Joey hater by any means. You know, I like, I like a lot of these guys out here. I just thought it was kind of funny – because he's had a couple of races this season where he's been the, uh, I guess, the, the, the ringleader of some, some things happening to other people where it put them yeah. in really bad positions. It was kind of karma at this race for him. A little bit of karma came on him. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit of karma come on a lot of people, I, I reckon. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, said it, I said it last year, and I said it this year a, a few times. Jimmy Johnson retired one year too late. He should have retired last year. See, that's the – man, these guys, they just don't get it. I know that they want to go out there and make $12, $15 million more the next year. But they, they missed the mark. Look at Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon retires. At the final race of his career, he's in the champion four, okay? On his last race, his retirement race, and that's what I'm talking about. I don't think anybody timed it as good as he did. But no. Jimmy stuck around a year too long. Uh, it, it's just what it is. This year has proven that. He stuck around one year too long. Phone call. Is that Jimmy? Jimmy's probably calling you right now. He probably heard no, you. He's, he's not happy with Big me. mad. Big mad yeah. Jimmy. No, I mean. It's just what it is, man. He, he stuck it. He, he hung around one year too long. And they, they need to quit doing that. That's, that goes for a lot of athletes, man, not just in NASCAR. Yeah. That's NFL. You see it sometimes in NFL. Like, a lot of people were speculating Tom Brady was going to retire last year after that horrible loss yeah. that they had to the Titans. But there's no way in hell that's going to happen. So, he's got an amazing team coming around him in Tampa. We'll see what that plays out like. But any of these legends of any sporting, any, any sports whatsoever, you don't want to see yeah. them play past what they can handle. And, um, and, and I, I think, unfortunately, that's where we are with Jimmy. There's a lot of people, though, that are speculating that he's – he might not be done. He may come back. He may decide to come back again. I'm going to tell you, after this year, he's got to be done because he's done. Okay? I mean, it's, it's not 
Look, look, the, the, the game of NASCAR nowadays, okay, and, and we're not talking about NASCAR of the 90s. We're not talking about NASCAR of the 80s. We're talking about NASCAR of 2020. This game is a young man's game, okay? That's, that's, it's, that's what it really comes down to is it is a young man's game, period. I mean, what is the average age of a driver nowadays? Probably like 27, like 26 is the average. 20, 20, maybe 20, 25, yeah, you somewhere go around back that. to the early 90s where the average age was probably 32. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's just changing. <laughs> you had to be the same age to be elected president as you did to be in the Cup Series back then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like – you know, there was nothing unusual about 50-year-old drivers. I think Dave Marcus ran until he was 95 or Holy something. I, mean, I know he was like 70 when he quit, you know, and, re- and finally retired. But you can't do that now. No. Okay? I mean, could you imagine a 70-year-old making a start in the Cup Series nowadays? Everybody would be losing their shit. And who would the uh, sponsor be? That'd probably be some fucking – uh, undergarment fucking depends. Uh, depends. The depends car. Look at Mark Martin drove the Viagra car when yeah, he was in his older years. The depends car also associate sponsor with like Viagra and another associate sponsor like Preparation H and shit. Yeah, prunes, <laughs> raisins, <laughs> sunmade. Prune juice on the hood. You know what I'm saying? The uh, AARP. Ain't gonna happen yeah. nowadays. <laughs> That's who's that? Who's that? Who's that racer that was still running some races uh, here every now and then? Morgan. Um, Morgan oh Shepard. Morgan Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. He. He was man, dude. These rough guys, times, bro. He had a church sponsor him, I think. Yeah, yeah, they had some age to them, though, man. And then you had, back in the day, you had old Dick Trickle. You oh, know, love he, Dick he, Trickle, man. What a name! Incredible name. You had Harry Gant. I mean, the list goes on and on, but. uh yeah, it, it's, it's different now. It's just – it's not – I don't know. Maybe it's too high-tech. Maybe that's what it is. It's all about simulators, man. I mean, like, look look at this right here behind you. dude. By the way, dude, hats off to Chad Canales, man. Chad Canales. I think the stat came out. He's never missed the playoffs. Chad Canales. Really? Never missed the playoffs. Damn. Chad Canales, baby. All because of this kid. Oh, shit! Right here. William Byron, Willie B, man. We got to talk about Willie B. Let me get into this. Seeing him take this, like, I was under the full impression, okay, that, like, my pick to win the race, obviously, I had Denny Hamlin as just the guy. You know, I had him pretty much in every lineup that I set. I had money on him. Uh, I played the, uh, you know, did my straight bets on him. And right when it came down to it, when it was between Hamlin and Byron, in my mind at that moment, there was no way Byron was getting that win. Hamlin was about to get up there and take it from him. It was over. He it's Kenny Daytona. But, yeah. no, he did it. And, and yeah. I, it, you have to have number respect for William Byron after this now. It just it's, well, it sealed the deal. I'm going to tell you something else. We found, we found out a lot of stuff this weekend. Okay, we found out William Byron is actually a race car driver. He's not a myth anymore. He belongs. He threw all of his iRacing shit in the trash. He's a, yeah, he's a race I mean, car driver now. Like – Okay, let's go back. Let's go back one week. Okay, one week. And if I'd ask you the question, does William Byron 100% belong in the Cup Series? If I'd ask you that one week ago, what would your answer have been? Uh, it'd have been it'd been dicey. Me personally, I'd have probably been thinking really hard about putting someone else in that seat. Now he goes to Daytona, beats the king of Daytona here lately, 
right, at his own game, wins his first race. Now I ask you the same question. Does William Byron belong in the Cup Series? We'll find out. He won uh, Daytona. I think he does. He won Daytona. He, de- he, deserves, he deserves it. He deserves to be there now at this point. I will say that. Him getting that win after being in this thing for three years, being in that car in that 24, that meant so much. And I know you as a Gordon fan, just it meant a lot for Gordon fans to see the 24 back in there. Um, you know, and then there's just a lot of people. that William Byron has a, a pretty decent fan base. He really does. Like, when I go to these tracks, you don't hear about it a lot often, like online and things. But when you're at the tracks, you'd be surprised how many people you see that are Willie B fans. This was a huge night for them. Seeing the excitement and just the humbleness out of him, getting out of that car, just the pure energy like he was about to cry was probably the most epic part of the win. Like, because you just know how he had to feel because he's probably went through a lot of these things. A lot of people talking about, does he deserve to be in this car? Does he deserve this? He gets to shut all of them up now. And now everybody that is raced for Hendrick has won a race. That's where we're at. Everybody that's on the current team right now have all won a race. You all, you got a team full of race winners now. So that's another big plus, and that's a big confidence booster for Hendrick. Hendrick needed that late. They've needed that lately. Elliott well, finished second. We found out also at Daytona, the second thing we found out, other than William Byron is a pretty good race car driver, is that the Hendrick Chevrolets are back, baby. Yeah. They are back, Dude. and they ain't playing around. They but back. I'm telling you, like – you know, earlier in the season, you know, we've had a little bit of, you know, we've had a little bit of, uh, of concern with like Elliot and, you know, Bowman, I feel like Bowman at some of these tracks, like, you know, um, like at Dover or like auto club, like these, these one mile intermediates, like he's been really good at those. So you have your guys that have their specialty stuff. So now that William has this, I look for William now that he's got this confidence of this win behind him. I think that that confidence is going to propel him big at Bristol. And I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead of the game here. But if you look at how that, that, that guy runs at Bristol on iRacing, that's like one of his best tracks on iRacing, the short tracks. He's just incredible at it. And he's good at all the iRaces. I wouldn't be surprised to see him up there this, uh, this, this night race coming up in Bristol. And I, and I hope to see him win more. Maybe this is all he needed. Yeah, and that, that could be. Uh, you know, another driver that – raced that 24 car won his first race at a night race major event just like daytona and it was uh you know in charlotte yeah <laughs> in 1990 what 1990 92 or 94 94 the rainbow warrior the rainbow warrior. name was jeff gordon i know that's your so, man. i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you Expect some really good things out of William Byron in the short near future because he's got that first win out of the way. He knows he belongs now. Imagine all the stress off of him. Imagine all the stress. It takes you three years to get your first win. All that stress just comes off of you. You know you're now a cup winner. Now it's time to go out and prove that you can win a championship. And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling everybody, you better be watching out because – Jeff Gordon took that 24 car to victory lane the first time at a night race at Charlotte. William Byron did it in a night race at Daytona. The next year, Jeff Gordon went out and won that damn championship. I ain't saying William Byron's ready to win a championship. Y'all better be watching your ass. That'd be pretty incredible. That'd be pretty incredible. So, 
I want to get some thoughts on you now. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, we're we're back to we're back to Jimmy Jimmy Johnson back here. Um, there was a lot of speculation recently that you know the, the people were talking the rumors about Noah Gregson going to the forty eight. We didn't really think that that was going to happen. Um, he ended up signing again with Junior Motorsports. He's running the nine again next season. If Jimmy's really out of this car. Who is your pick? Who do you think is the most realistic driver that's going to take that 48 seat? Or what do you think is going to happen? Man. What is Randy's theory on this? Well, one theory I got is there's no way Rick Hendrick allows Hendrick Motorsports to go on without a championship driver in that stable. I just – I cannot – I cannot see it. Okay, so – as best I can tell right now, because I thought Keselowski was going to jump ship, but that didn't happen. He went under contract. I suspect we might want to be looking to see what, like, Kurt Busch's contract is right now. Pretty sure he's locked in. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But that, that one car, they don't usually give people long contracts. Uh, I, I just don't know, man. I don't – maybe – I mean, what's Martin Truex Jr.'s contract right now? I'm pretty sure he's locked in as well. I'm looking at this right here. Let's see. Uh, Kurt Busch will return to the number one in 2020. Uh, two more years, he's locked in at Chip Ganassi. Yeah. So, he's yeah. locked in there for two years, Kurt Busch is. Yeah. Um, Kenseth, we don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't think he's going to return. You know, then you got some of these other guys that are, you know, still kind of wandering around. Um, I want to say I want to say Kyle Busch is in a year where he's he's up to run. I can't see him leaving a eighteen. Um, They're not going. He's not going to come back to Hendrick. Kyle and then you, you don't really have anybody else out there right now. I mean, I, you got to suspect that that Larson's probably going to come back next season. Out of all the stuff he's been doing, he's been tearing well, up late models and dirt. He dirt might cars. be in the forty eight car. What you think about Kyle Larson being in it? I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of people mad at him, and everybody has a right to be mad at him. I get it. But it doesn't take away, you know, like the what, what he's doing out there without it. Stewart, I think if, if Larson comes back, he's got to be on SHR, man. He's got to be going Stewart Haas. That could be too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's just – it doesn't appear that anybody can fill that 48 car right now. What do you think if they drop down to three cars? I think it's a possibility. Lease that charter out, maybe. I, I don't know. Well, they don't just know, what if they just shelved it for a year? It could happen. This is just a scary time to be part of that 48 team. It's a scary time. Chad Knauss left a year, a year early, didn't he? Did. Yeah, he saw the writing on the wall. There may not be a 48 team. What if it's not? I'll look at it this way. You know, Dale's, Dale Sr.'s situation was different. You know, they pulled the three for a little while. They went to the 29. Uh, Harvick, Harvick jumped into that. They may do some kind of little tribute paying. And, and this is something I've thought of. You know, like, we, we don't know what's going to happen. I just – I don't know if, if I can see Justin Allgaier going to that 48. I just don't know if, I'm re- if, if we're ready for that or if he's ready for that or if he's ready for the Cup Series. Um, but – I'll say this, I could definitely see them taking that 48 and shelving it for maybe a couple of years just to pay tribute for a season. You know, Jimmy's just getting out of of NASCAR. We're going to pay tribute for a year. 
you know, let, let everybody kind of like realize that Jimmy's gone, that 48's going to be gone, and they bring it back with a new driver. I could see that. Repaint the thing, new sponsors, everything's completely different, just like they did with that three car. Let's don't forget that, uh, there's also a five, a number five that is available too. I would love to see that five back. No cornflakes. Really love. Yeah, let's get some Tony the Tiger. Let's get some Roosters. Some cornflakes, Roosters. Yeah, cornflakes. And <laughs> did he have frosted flakes? Terry Labonte had frosted flakes. Yeah, dude. Tony the Tiger, man. Tony the Tiger, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It was a big, big time cereal car. It was big cereal energy. See now that now they can move it to cereal bars or something, or they'll they'll move it to uh, yeah. I don't know what they could do anything with it, man. They really could. Well, who, who's who's the driver that's in a contract year that would deserve a shot at the forty eight? See, I can't even think of anybody that's in you know a year. You know who I would love to see in that forty eight? And this is in all seriousness. Don't say it. Don't say. It. You're gonna say it, aren't you? I would love to see Corey LaJoy in that 48. I knew he was going to say it. I would love it. And, and like, look, we were talking, we were talking about LaJoy um, a couple weeks ago. Like, you know, Corey LaJoy has mad talent. He just has not been able to get into the bigger cars. And I would love to see that guy get a shot at that. They could, I would love to see him rebrand that thing as the five and let him roll in that thing, man. It'd be incredible. But yeah. it's it's anyone's guess at this point, man. It's just it's and that's what sucks about it is because the silly season is, is the is the best thing for like fans of NASCAR like us and for anybody in general, like just the speculation, the rumors, it just gets you all giddy, gets you you know, you're anticipating it. We already know what's gonna happen. So this off season is definitely gonna be one of the more exciting ones. But man, I just I, I don't know if I – I mean, I understand the, the whole championship driver thing, but I really think that the sport is going – like you said, it's a young man's game. I think that they're going to be comfortable maybe going in. You're a, you're a popular man tonight, man, getting these calls. Yeah. I don't know what everybody's problem is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like leave us alone. But no, I mean, but, It's like, what, 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> yeah, I know. We're here. I just got back in from Daytona not too long ago. We're here. So we're, we're making the damn thing happen for the Garage fam, as always. And But dude, there's so much that we can talk about and so much going on. But I know that um, I know that, that race was amazing. I want them to bring those I – I want super speedway races for the last race of the playoffs, like before the playoffs, like every year from now on. And I would love to have it for the – the final championship race. Dude, that would be <laughs> though. I don't know. Cause that, that opens it up. Like you want to see like the guy that's going to win the championship, win the race. There's nothing more than I hate about NASCAR than when you have a championship race and someone that's not even in the, the contention for the championship win that race. And then yeah. it's just like this other guy rolls up that finished in like fifth. Okay. He won the championship. And it's like that guy that just won the race is over here cutting donuts, but no one cares about him. They care yeah. about the championship, and then he's not as happy because he didn't because he didn't win the race either. You want the race winner to win the championship. Pretty much the way it's set up right now is the race winner is going to be the champion. I, I mean, think it's going to be Denny Hamlin too because Denny runs incredible at Phoenix. Well, Denny, that that could very well be. I th- it may be Denny's year. I think it, it is. Be. I mean, I'm lo- I mean, Harvey's going to have a lot to say about that, but oh, he will. And let's. I want to. I want to. I want to mention all these guys that are in the playoffs, though. As of as of this uh, as of Saturday night, William Byron, Eric Almarola. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you call their name, I'm going to tell you which round they go out in. 
Okay. I love it. Let's do it. All right. So after you call her name, I'll tell you. All, All right. right. Starting with the newest addition, William Byron. Out in the second round of the playoffs. Eric Amarola. Out in the first round. Ryan Blaney. Out in the second round. Ooh. Cole Custer. First round, out. Okay. Austin Dillon. Oh, man. Austin's one of those tricky guys, man. He's always wins a race when you least expect it. All right. Uh, where, where's, he, where, where's he at? What spot's he in? I have to get it pulled up. I literally am looking at a picture right now. See, he's see. like eighth or ninth. He's, I'm about to get it. Okay. He is he is tenth in the playoffs. Tenth. Okay. So mm, I think he's got another win this year. I think he's got another win. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna put him out in the third round. The third round? All right. I can respect it. Chase Elliott. He's championship four. Okay. Big big chase energy. Yeah. Joey Logano. Out in the third round. Wow. Okay. Okay. Harvick. Championship four. Hamlin. Championship four. Kyle Busch. Out in the first round. Oh, man. See, I don't – I'm not – I think that Kyle's gonna like switch up the game. I feel yep. like so, I feel like something wild's gonna happen. I really oh, do. Wild is gonna happen. He's fixing to string together some of the worst finishes of his career. Oh shit! Yeah. I don't know. Matt D. Benedetto out in the first round. <laughs> no love for Matty D. Clint Boyer out in the second round. Do you realize that every SHR driver's in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And do you realize that half of them was in the wall late in the race today, too? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, dude. That was not a good race for them. It was not not a good race for them. Kurt Busch. I put him out in the third round. Okay. Martin Truex, your boy. Champion four. Really? See, I think think he's out in the third. Harvick. Elliot, Truex Jr., Hamlin. So, so where does Kez drop out? Third round. And and Alex Bowman. He is going to be a second rounder. I feel that. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad. I just I feel like Kyle's going to linger. I feel like Kyle's about to flip a switch or something. I don't, I don't think I don't see it coming, man. He always he always does some weird shit. I don't know. I, I didn't see William Byron winning that race either. So. Exactly. That, I'm not. That, all that's for entertainment purposes only. If you're a <laughs> fan or, or this fan or that fan, get your little panties out of a wad. Yeah. Front of your driver. I'm just telling you right where he's gonna finish. I'm telling you how it is. That's how it is. I feel like I, I feel you on most of these. I think that Austin's gonna be out a little bit earlier than the third round. Um, well, He's got that. He's got a victory left. I'm telling you, he's got one more race win this year coming. I can see Kyle getting to the third round. I think De Benedetto can make it to the second. I think Clint's going to be out in the first. Um, yeah. And I think that that Truex is going to be the one that like 
barely like holds on. And then, but I think, I think he'll make the fourth round and I think Bowman will be out. I, I think Bowman will be out in the first. I'm going to tell um, you, Truex is going to win a race in every round getting there. I, I would like to see it. We got Martinsville coming up again, don't we? Yeah. And Chase Elliott, I'm going to tell you, Chase Elliott wins two races in the chase this year. Okay. So we're looking now. We got, obviously, we got Darlington coming up. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, Richmond, I could see Martin winning at Richmond. Yeah. Um, Bristol, I'm not going to say Byron can win it, but I think we'll see a top five out of him there. Vegas. I'm going to give that race to Chase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give him the Bristol sweep. Logano yeah. gets back in victory lane in Vegas. That's where I'm seeing so. Logano. I think Logano gets back at Vegas. And then Talladega. I think we could see I think we're either gonna I think we're gonna probably see Denny pull Dega off. He he hadn't pulled Dega off in a minute. Oh, we're crowing like a little rooster. Denny gonna win Dega. Denny gonna win Dega. Denny Dega. Denny Dega. And that sounds and, like a damn uh that sounds like a little toy a kid's toy commercial. Denny Dega. Denny Dega. <laughs> it used to be Denny Daytona, but now he's Denny Dega, damn it. We said so. Your name starts with a D. It's easy, I guess. Call him, I'm sure some people call him Denny the Dick. Uh, who knows? <laughs> got one of his restaurants over there in, in Dega. Does he? I don't know. Is there a Denny's over there? Oh, yeah, Denny's, yeah, all the way. That's as far as we're going to – I'm going to go, though, personally. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go up to Talladega, and then, and then of course, Charlotte, Kansas, Texas, Martinsville, and then Phoenix. So, we'll, we'll save that one for another time. But that's about all I got, man. I'm gassed out. Um, all right, before good. you go, hold on, hold on. The chase okay. is set. What race is next week? We got Rich uh, – we got Darlington. Darlington. Darlington, okay. All right. Who's your man at Darlington? Go ahead. Oh, oh. Go ahead. So tough. So I think I think Elliot can take Darlington. Okay. I'm feeling Elliot for Darlington. Elliot? Yeah. That's who I was gonna have. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> well, I, man, well, well, great minds, man. So Hell, you can now, take him too. I've got I've got to take my man Harvick. Okay. Darlington. You're okay. Going K Harv. All right. So what's the winner this gonna get? Oh, dude. Um. Let's just do the whole chase. Let's do the whole chase, and before the end of the chase, we'll come up with a significant prize. That works. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to get back on this. We'll, right. we'll figure this out, though. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll, so we'll, we'll even take recommendations from the people watching this on what the prize should be. There we go. So I'm not if, saying that it's going to win. We'll just take recommendations. Don't confuse that. Do not yeah. say, he say he's, he's, they're going to be sitting there going, he said if I recommend something, they'll do it. And that's not <laughs> what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if you recommend something, we might. Yeah, yeah. We're not always going to do what you tell us to do. So you have to get over that. All um, right, so I got, I got Harvick. You got, got Elliot At Darlington. The folks watching this are going to see how badass we are. All right, let's do it. We're, we're going to figure this out, too. So be following us. Make sure you're following us. You can follow Randy at randy the plumber and then instead of the r it's a three you can follow me at garage guy chase me and you're gonna cook this up we'll get something out on twitter tomorrow and then we're gonna take your suggestions as well so hit us up on twitter if you're listening to this let us know what our uh what what the the loser of this uh competition should have to do or what the winner should get so uh, what what are we what are we gonna do we're gonna use points 
that's the only fair way to do this, isn't it? To my use brain, the my brain is about mush right now. So we're gonna have to figure this out. <laughs> I'm gonna be ready. I'm just being real with you. I've been on the road the driver's for like ten hours. Whatever points they score, that's how many points we get. Then the next week we're on to something different. You know? I like this, and we can incorporate this in, in fantasy as well in DFS. Yeah. So, yeah, so I got Harvick. All right. I got Harvick. Harvick and Elliott. That's what we got. Those are our early picks right there. And uh, as always, you can check out my stuff on rotoballer.com. I do my, uh, my race picks, so we'll have those out coming up for Darlington this week. But other than that, it's been real. We always appreciate you. Uh, be sure to follow us and then follow us at GarageGuysFS everywhere there is. You keep up with all the stuff that we're doing here at Garage Guys and here on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribing. And uh, You know what we should do? What should we do? You know do? what we should do? What should we do? We should make this even more interesting. We should bring Drew in. Okay. Make it even more interesting and have a draft this week for the playoffs. We get to pick five drivers each. Okay. All right. We flip a coin to who gets the first, second, and third pick, and then it's just it's just like any other draft. And we pick five drivers each, and that's our five drivers for the chase. And whoever scores the most points, and we just use the points they score during the race. If we get 26 points, get 26 for that driver. No fantasy points and all that, just straight-up points. We well, this is what we need to do. We'll take five of us here, okay? So we, it's me, you, Jensi, Tanhart, and Drew. We'll get all of us together. And we'll make this happen. I'm down with that. We just got to do it before this weekend. All right. So, so we'll get together uh, this week. Yeah, that's what we need to do is have a draft and set this thing up right, and then I'm gonna wax all y'all's asses. I don't think so. We'll oh, see. You ain't smelling where I'm stepping. We'll see. I don't want to, especially after what you smelled that mask earlier. <laughs> Oh, shit! We're out. Sports party repeat. Sports party repeat. It's the garage, guys. 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 It's the garage, guys.